me. I'm going to pass it to Corn after I say one thing. Let's go. Let's go. That's a W. Let's eat one. Let's eat one. That's a W. How many people want to eat a W tonight? Yeah. How many people want to eat a W tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Come in. How many people want to eat a W tonight? I do. You ready I do, a w, Mello? Hey, welcome to Stick to Football Friday, episode two of the show, and we are not ready to eat a W. That is the dumbest hype speech ever. And I'll give Jameis credit. Like on Hard Knocks, he was like, it was, oh, that's clever when he's like rapping and pregame and stuff. That is, there's like Ray Lewis bad, then there's that. Oh, like during Hard Knocks, I was ready to run through a wall for that guy. Not now. That was just nonsense. You're ready to run through a wall at Publix with some crab legs for that guy. <laughs> yeah. Now, and like I had I had players tweeting me. Did you see Michael Thomas tweeting me Thursday night about how Jameis got fined for his pregame speech? He didn't get fined for Poke Marshawn. He's like, he should have got fined <laughs> for that so pregame bad. speech. Yeah. It, th- so that just that shit doesn't fly, you know. And you get like Deshaun Jackson, everybody's looking at him like this man is like, sucking the crab butter off his fingers right now. Yeah, it was clearly like was, I don't I don't know it's crab legs, right? It's what breaking it, like. it off. He held, held his hand up. He looked like I thought it was crab legs. All right, I'm Matt Miller. That's Marshall Miller. We have a fun show for you. First off, thank you guys last week. Uh, we weren't sure how the Friday Stick to Footballs would be received because it is a different kind of show from what Connor and I do midweek. Uh, and then like 75,000 of you listened to it. So we appreciate that. I was also terrified of last week's episode and didn't promote it that well. So I'll do a better job this week. I stopped counting at 69,000. So. You just, oh, we got, yeah, we got 69,000. Anything you, after that's just extra. Yeah, it's just butter. All right. Uh, so we're going to do a couple things. We're going to introduce some segments on this show and you guys have to let us know if you like them or don't like them. We're going to do questionable calls where we go through some just bullshit things that happened this week. We're going to give you who to scout the college games that we're going to watch this weekend if you want to watch them with us. Then we're going to fix the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Step one, no more bullshit pregame speeches. Then we're going to do draft on draft live, which is not really. It's like draft on draft back to the future because people are sending us questions now, which is Thursday night. And then you get to hear it on on Friday. Friday morning. So that's cool for you guys. What we're going to do first, though, We want you guys to sell Mello on your team because he doesn't have a favorite NFL team. We have gone. You are brand new, 30 years old. Congratulations. Yep. Made it. And you don't have a favorite NFL team. No, I never have, you know, growing up. When we were kids, you had a Dallas Cowboys coat that you got from the dollar store. Does that count? Do you remember those? Yeah, I I was a Cowboys fan. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't even a Chiefs fan. Mom and dad were just like, here's a Chiefs (laughs) What's on sale and your size. Yeah. That's what we got. Yeah. So you have never had a, like, I I was a Niners fan, like our whole childhood. You've never had a team that is like your go-to. So people can tweet you at MarshallMiller7 until we get the at Mellow handle. For now. If you're listening to Twitter, go ahead and help us out. They can tweet you, try to sell you on their team. You can leave it in your iTunes review. But let's go through some of the responses we got when we broke this news that you don't have a favorite team. And maybe you should let people know what you're looking for. This is like a match.com profile. What are you looking for? Like 5'4", buck 20, brunette? I didn't give it that much thought. (laughs) sound like Chuck Wolvery over there. Uh, But I did have some pretty good responses. The one that was best was like the first one that said, just do the Browns just for content, which would be just a shit show, a dumpster fire. Uh, but I don't hate the idea. They have two first round picks this year. So they either. went in the right direction. They with have that. four picks in the top 40 as of right now. Yeah. So they're going to fuck them up. So you're going to get frustrated. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you got four picks in the top 40. So you yeah. got that. But they got Miles Garrett. So And you like David Njoku? 
ish. They yeah. have no Texas players, right? Which they still have Joe Thomas. I like Joe Thomas. Not a Texas player, but no. Yeah. Big old Wisconsin boy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who else you got? Uh, the Titans. Titans were a good one. Okay. That one makes sense because I became a Predators fan when uh, me, you, and our, our gambling buddy slash bartender, Dan, who's creepily taking a photo, or he's not, I thought he was taking a photo right now. We went to Nashville and fell in love with the city. And we were there for, we didn't go to the hockey game because we were poor or something, and, and but everyone else did. Two-thirds poor. And <laughs> yes, there you go. And But we like we love Nashville. So you being a Titans fan would fit. And Taylor Lewan's our boy. Yeah. And like Mariota. They have I Texas players. And I, you know, I even took it one step further. It's just, I love Smash Mouth football. And and when I was on over the summer, I said, yeah. you know, I really thought for the last couple of years, like, this is going to come back with people running all this spread offense, defenses are getting smaller. Eventually, and we're seeing it this year, fullbacks coming back. People yeah. are just going to line up, and the Titans are starting to do it. It's not working that great so far. I mean, they're like, what are they, five and threes? They're, they're turning it around a little bit now that Mariota's healthy. Yeah, yeah, they've suffered through some injuries. So the Titans was a pick that I like uh, because their style of football in Nashville. Nashville's you, great. Like, you can't beat Nashville. No. Now, the only thing that I think would beat Nashville is Kansas City being right here from Missouri. Never been a Chiefs fan. What I usually yeah. tell people, like if they ask me who my favorite team is, I say I don't care when the Chiefs lose, but I really like to see them win. And we've never we been. We also up. have a Chiefs bet this year that benefits us because if the Chiefs win 10 games or more, our friends Dan and Mitch have to do three, three shots back to back to back of our choosing. I think I'm getting a head shake. No. I think I think that's the. I'll go back and look at the Facebook messages to verify. But we are at five and three, a little nervous after yeah, they're, a five they're, and they're start playing like not, crap lately. Yeah. But six and three, sorry, yeah. After that, we'll start. I mean, four wins. They can hopefully. Yeah, eight weeks left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As Dan mentions here, they they play the Giants, so there's one W. So they're going to eat a W. How that day. the other team? You have a ton, a metric shit ton of Jets gear. Yes, I do. I don't even remember how I got it. I woke up uh, hungover one day, and I had a bunch of Jets gear. It was because we were. I had just done a bunch of media for them, and and you came to visit me draft weekend in New York. And we got back to the hotel plastered, and I turned the heat off, and it was it was cold. Or no, was it the Christmas? I don't remember. You were up there visiting me. I think it, well, I think it was the Christmas party. It was party. the Christmas party. So you were up there in December, and we were freezing our asses off because I turned the heat off, and you woke up in the morning with a hoodie on, <laughs> shivering to death in the on the couch in the suite. Okay. It's starting to make jar. more sense. My bad. Yep. Humble so brag. We have a douchebag jar that I have to, if you, we stole this from How I Met Your Mother, but anytime I say something douchey about a suite or flying first class or anything, then the money goes in there. So I hope uh, Connor's keeping tabs on this too, because I think he probably hears he hears all of it. He was going to cut up a compilation of it. Okay, your other team, the L.A. Rams. I know someone suggests this. They're like, oh, you're a Missouri guy. They're not here anymore, but there's still an attachment to it. What do you think? Yeah, well, I hated them when they were here. I was glad that they left. I didn't feel like they fit in St. Louis, but they drafted my guy Cooper Cup, who I absolutely love. Yeah. And Jared Goff's playing great this year. So the Rams are in it, too. I would say if I had to like power rank them, it'd probably be Chiefs, Titans, Jets. This is a Bleacher Report podcast. We're going to need you to power rank them. Browns, <laughs> and then the Rams probably last. So I hate their uniforms. 
Yeah, once they get the new ones with the white, it'll be better. But there's still time for people to send in, uh, send in their the the sell on why you should be a yeah fan of their team. There's a couple teams where I just said like that's going to be a hard sell for me. Like I hate the Giants. I don't know why I hate the Giants. Eli Manning, probably his dumb face. I yeah. Yep, that'll do it. All right, so you were on Natty Light number four, uh, if people can't tell in your voice. And let's get to questionable calls. This is our our first segment that is ours. Like, this will only be on Stick Football Fridays, and I'm very excited for it. I picked a couple. You picked a couple. Um, why don't you start us off with your first questionable call of the week? Uh, the first one that we just, you know, kind of want to ease it into you guys is Jalen Ramsey talking shit to A.J. Green. Like, that's a questionable call. Doing it all game. Because A.J. Green is obviously... like He's huge. He's crazy, too, because he went at him hard, put him in a freaking chokehold, and then took him down. So, questionable call Jalen Ramsey. Like, you can talk trash, but you obviously took it too did far. Did you see Jalen's interview that he did today, though? I kind of saw like, it. A.J. Green's soft, and I told his ass that after every play. <laughs> He's like, I shut him down. I held him to one catch for six yards. He's soft. I actually love it. So for me, the questionable call is A.J. Green kind of being a bitch and not just squaring him up, but he put him in a reverse headlock and threw him to the ground. Like, this isn't WWE. Like, square the man up. You have helmets on. Yeah, well, he did just get pushed down, though. Like, it yeah. was kind of a cheap shot. I it, like Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, Jalen's my guy, too. So I, I, like, I like A.J. AJ Green, Green more. Yeah. Okay, so my first questionable call, and you guys probably saw that I tweeted, I'm, I'm wearing a new watch that I bought from China. The problem was I didn't remember buying it because I have a problem when I drink that I buy things. So that's my questionable call of the week is that someone needs to take my phone away from me whilst drinking. Yeah, I think we've talked about before, like you need something, an app that limits your apps. Like you guys who are on Tinder should not be able to Tinder while drunk. Don't put me in a box. There should be like a breathalyzer. And for me, it's like... It's not even Amazon Prime. It's like, I don't even know where I bought this watch from. I had never heard of the website. I'm not going to give them any free publicity either, but it was legitimately from China. China. It was from China. China China.com. Don't look that up, (laughs) (laughs) especially at school. Squizzit watches. Yeah. Okay. uh, What's your second? My guy tells me they're the best. They're the best watches ever. What's your next questionable call of the week? Um, Another one. I'm going to take it back to Jameis Winston. Like, what is this guy doing? He's injured on the sideline. Was he injured at that point? Yeah, it was the shoulder thing. He was out. Okay, so he was injured. And then he goes poking somebody's helmet. On the field to poke Marshall Lattimore. And then played it off like, no, I'm I'm pointing over here. It was totally like a childlike move because Marshall was over there talking a little shit. Like, okay, cool. And then Jameis is like following him onto the field. Like, I'm going to touch you on the back of your head. And then play like I didn't know it. It's a middle school boy move. And then let your boy who's... Like, come in and fight for you. It's like such a, like, it is such a junior high move of, let me get big brother Mike Evans to run in and whip your ass now. Yeah, I'm going to talk some shit because, hey, guess what? I got Behind you, 230 yeah. <laughs> running full speed. That that MFR ran a 4-5 as well. So yeah. I have no problem with Mike Evans uh, supporting his team. He should do that. But Jameis yeah. is an idiot. Like, you're injured. Get your ass off the sideline. Yeah, and he apologized today. He also got fined. He also apologized when he stole those crab legs. Yeah, and, and other things. Don't say and, yeah. Other things. So here, my next questionable call. I hate Deion Sanders. This is not a secret. I think he was overrated as a player, and I can't stand him as an analyst. Questionable call of the week. Deion, why are you getting so much Botox? Have you seen his face? Man, if you can afford it, do it. No. He's getting the hair plugs. He's, he's getting, getting the, the hair Botox. plugs. He's got like a weird... 
there's some so much going on with his face. He he's gonna be Sammy Sosa in a year. Like Dion, you were a great player. You were the like third best corner of all time. Just stop. Yeah, he was like the best corner of all time. Third best. Look good, corner. play good, feel good. But he doesn't look good anymore. It looks awful. And he's like taking shots at Tony Romo because and Tony's like fair being like, oh, like Dion doesn't want to tackle. No shit. <laughs> Dion yeah. doesn't tackle. But you don't pay Dion to tackle. And that's what he used to say. But now he's sensitive about it. I guess. I don't see why he came out and was like sensitive either. about it. But I will get on like a you know, tangent here. Tony Romo's terrible as a broadcaster. What? I I hate him. He's, Are you you are the ridiculous. only person in America who thinks this. No, bring back the Vance Joseph guy. Get rid of Tony Romo. He's bring shit. back Sergio Dip. Yeah. Yeah. No. Wow. Rome, oh, you're an NFL quarterback. You can predict what play they're going to run. Like, well, no that's because people don't that. know that that's a thing. I so also like, don't oh want to know God. that's a thing, though. You don't want to see a sausage made? You just want to eat your hot dog? Yeah, I want to be, you know, element of surprise. Don't tell me, oh, they're going to check down here, run left. I just shut up, like Tony. It. it is 8 million degrees in this office right now. Um, so you're up, actually. Okay, my next one, it gets a little interesting. We're going questionable calls here. So... Um, for you single guys out there, maybe you'll be able to relate to this, or you know, even you guys that go out and you date with your lady. My questionable call is going to eat like Japanese steak and sushi or you know hibachi grill, and then doing any activity after that. Like, Trademark. not only is it questionable, like there is some risk involved with that. You might shit your pants. Which. Uh, spoiler alert, that's what we're doing right after this podcast tonight is going to eat Japanese steak and sushi. So so stay tuned on Twitter because right now I'm about four natties deep and then I'm going to go eat some Japanese food. It's going to be fun. Uh, we'll okay. see if I can do anything else. After Last that. questionable call of the week and this is a surprise for our bartender Dan who's in here tonight. Dan, I've heard a rumor that he bet on the Texans to beat the Rams this week. So this is questionable call slash intervention. You need to stop gambling. <laughs> yeah. When you're betting on the Texans to because beat the Rams. you have a gut feeling. Yeah, because the money line. <laughs> That's not like, a gut feeling. You're just drinking natty with me. Yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> um, did you bet on uh, Notre Dame-Miami? No, you didn't bet on your own team? Okay. <laughs> Converse versus criminals, not on Dan's money line. So that one didn't make it. All right. Uh, that actually segues beautifully into who to scout this weekend. Let's let's start it off with Miami, Notre Dame. The Miami defense is incredibly athletic, so I want to see Josh Adams, the Notre Dame running back against them. I also want to see that left side of the line, Quentin Nelson and Mike McGlinchey, because I think, I've said I think Quentin Nelson is one of the five best players in the class. McGlinchey has struggled a little this year. It's going to be a great matchup between those two. Yeah, that's what I had, too. Looking at those two offensive linemen, seeing them go against the guys from Miami. I haven't watched a whole lot of Miami play this year, but they always, they're filled with athletes. They've got the turnover necklace, so their defense has got to be about something. What is that, by the way? You wear it if you get a turnover. Anytime you get a turnover, you get to wear the, the gold chain? Oh, yeah, that's that's sweet. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like Other that. teams have like started it too. Like they're doing something. I've but seen like the guy who gets like the axe or something or like a sledgehammer. Probably not an axe a on big the sideline. thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a Minnesota. Yeah, it's it's PJ Fleck. Oh, well, okay. I'll be on board. That, yeah. That oh, well, okay. Uh, okay. How about this one? Washington at Stanford. I think the two best in like best pure defensive tackles in the class are on this field. Uh, Harrison Phillips at Stanford, uh, Vita Vea Ve? Vita V. Vita V. I don't know how you say it. I like that better. Uh, for Washington, that's going to be a lot of fun. Jake Browning, Washington's quarterback. He's just a junior, but I get asked about him a lot. I don't think he's much of a pro prospect, but Dante Pettis, the yeah. punt returner is. Yeah, he's a little guy, so it's, it's hard to say. Yeah. And he's, you know, 
true junior. Yep. I don't think he fits in well with this class. Maybe he can come back. You know, Baker Mayfield last year, if he would have come out, hey, everybody would say it was stupid. Pick. But, yeah. you know, coming back for that senior year, I think that's something Browning's going to have to do also. All right. Pass rush galore in this one. NC State and Bradley Chubb at Boston College and Harold Landry. That's just going to be fun because I feel like I've been talking about this game all week. That... I'm like questioning myself of if that game is this week. But when you get those two on the same field, it just makes it so much fun to be able to watch. Like it's easy for us too as scouts to just be like, oh, let me just watch this game and I'll get yeah. to see two elite guys. And you don't have to worry about watching too many guys. It's nope. let me watch the right end. Yeah, but you have the name on here, Ryan Finley, a quarterback from NC State, who's interesting. He's a Boise kid who graduated in three years, kind of got screwed over there, transferred to NC State. I've heard he's not coming out, but I've been getting asked about him a lot lately. Right. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, does he have another year of eligibility? Yeah, he actually got two years okay. at NC State. So That's what I thought. So he, I think he's a guy to watch next Dr. year. Dr. Ryan Finley. Yeah, well, Baker Mayfield's probably like 28. So. Yeah. I graduated high school with Baker Mayfield. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. he's a guy I want to watch next year. He's been playing well. He sees you know some good he just, I'm not saying he's this guy. He just looks like this guy. Jared Goff. Like, they have the same body. I can't look at an NC State quarterback without thinking, Mike oh, he's, he's Philip Rivers. Oh, ooh, man. Well, this but, guy's mechanics you know, are a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Totally right. different guy. Yeah. You see that helmet yeah. uniform. Well, he's Philip Rivers. You white, you've been athletic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Quarterback at NC State, yeah. you're Philip Rivers. I don't care if you're 5'10", black and mobile, Russell Wilson is <laughs> You're Philip Rivers. Rivers. <laughs> All right, Georgia at Auburn. Georgia, number one, still right in the playoff. Yeah, goal. for now. That defense is... Great. The running backs are great. Sonny Michelle, Nick Chubb. Uh, I'm going to call my shot here. It'll be the 2020 draft. I want Jake from State from as my quarterback. He looks good. That's like, the watching dude. them last week. He looks good. I'm curious to see where Jacob Eason's going to transfer to because from has yeah. got that job. I also want to see these physical uh, Georgia linebackers try to tackle oh, yeah. that way. Yeah, like Roquan Smith, and you've got Lorenzo Carter, and you got Devin Bellamy. Those are three. That might be the best linebacking core in the country. That's a good one. Um, Notre Dame and Miami, we already got. Alabama and Mississippi State, uh, I like your note on this, so you can have it. Yeah, it's Fitz versus Fitz. You know, you could see um, yeah. the quarterback from Mississippi State play against Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Nick Fitzgerald versus Minka Fitzpatrick and And everybody else. else. You know, Rayshon Evans, uh, oh, probably like 12 defensive of, linemen. I moved him into my top 10 today because I finally got a chance to, like, get caught up on some games. That dude is everything we, as Texas fans, wanted Malik Jefferson to be. I thought he was their best linebacker last year, too. Better than Ruben? Yeah, yeah. probably. Holy shit. Okay. Like, there you go. I, he's more athletic. He's. It seemed yeah. like Ruben took on a lot of the blocks last year, but he was the guy that stood out to me every time. It wasn't Ruben. It was, you know, 32 running around making plays yeah, sideline right, to sideline. I'm with you. Uh, Michigan State at Ohio State. You put this one on there. Ohio State bounce back game after getting just their – Dick knocked in the dirt by Iowa. Yeah. That game was bad. So It was. It'll be a bounce-back game for him. And then just anytime you get a big Big Ten matchup like this, a it's big, big Ten matchup. interesting yeah. to see. You always have to watch the O-line, D-line anytime the Big Ten yeah. plays. And I think Billy Price, the center for our State, I love the kid. He's not getting as much attention right now as he was in the preseason, but this will just be a good, good matchup for him. Team captain, weight room freak. I would not be surprised if he ends up being around one guy because he played right guard before this year. So, okay. And the last one, Iowa at Wisconsin. And you were on this guy before me. So, Josh Jackson, the corner from oh, Iowa. Oh, yeah, the corner. I, 
You know, it was probably like Matt Bowen tweeting or something that I saw him and I watched some of those Iowa games probably last week. You know, I said, you always have to watch Iowa. And he just stands out. He's a physical corner. You know, he's able to step up. Yeah, I mean. He's a punt returner. He's like 6'1", Is he a junior? Yeah, he's probably coming out. He's a junior, but He's a redshirt junior. Yeah. He going. Yeah. He going. And then also just, you know, Wisconsin has some very good players on both sides of the ball. They're underrated. They're like an underrated Top 10 team. I can't believe they're still undefeated at this point. They're always good. They always have a quality team. What do you think is Iowa's quarterback, Nathan Stanley? You know, when we watched him, I wasn't too impressed. I wasn't either. But it was the first game. So, you know, like how much of their offense are they really running? It'll be a good look for him against a tough Wisconsin defense. Yeah, and they ran the ball so much against Wyoming that we didn't get like Mm -hmm. a, a great look. All right. That's who to scout this week. Your beer pyramid is you could have a good one. Or some bowling pins or something. You do something. Yeah. Yep. All that right. was number five, so I'm ready to fix the Bucks. You're ready to fix the Buccaneers now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's fix the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As of right now, they would be picking really, really early, which is not what I expected. I picked this team to win the NFC South. I'm an idiot. They would be picking fourth right now. They have two wins, six losses. Fourth? They'd be you picking fourth. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? It's it's shocking. You're like you, oh, they're bad this year. I no, they're, they're like really middle bad. of the road. No, 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 no. Okay, they're well, that changes things. I'm not ready to fix the button. <laughs> yeah. So step one, fire dirt cutter. He politicked yeah. his ass yeah. into that job. Got Lovey Smith fired, and he wasn't even good at coaching college. Yeah, they haven't done anything under him, and it seems like they've lost that locker room. Yeah, that it definitely seems that way. Like you just hear it constantly, like shit coming out about how he doesn't have control of the guys. I think he'd be a good offensive coordinator. Yeah, he was a good offensive yeah. coordinator, wasn't he? Yeah. So the guy I picked to hire is Jim Schwartz. He's doing – and I think because you need someone who, like you said, who's going to come in and take back that locker room and who's going to give accountability. This is a very young team in terms of leadership. So someone who's just going to come to be a hard ass and try to fix the culture there. So I picked Jim Schwartz, who's leading a great defense in Philadelphia right now. And even like back when he was the head coach of the Lions, I think they were very underrated. And even when he was D coordinator yeah. of the Bills just two years ago, they were really good. So I went with Jim Schwartz. You uh, went for the hot take here. Yeah, the groomers. The if, groomers. If so Gruden is coming back for a job, I think this is it. Like, don't feed me some bullshit about he's going to Tennessee. He's not a college coach. He wants NFL money. So I think if he is going to come back, it would be for this job, to work with Jameis, Mike Evans, he's got, you know, an offense in place. They're a couple pieces away from being great, and that's what he wants to come back for. Not a complete rebuild. Yeah, and he's only coming back for a quarterback, too. And oh, yeah. He, I don't know how much of Hard Knocks is true, but he was kissing that ass hard during Hard Knocks. So, uh, yeah, okay, I can see that. All right, so they do have some draft picks um, in the first round. If you have the fourth overall pick, uh, they need to fix the offensive line, but – I don't think there's a left tackle you drafted for. So is this does Quentin Nelson legitimately go top five and you just plug him in left guard for the next, you know, well, for the next five years and then you have to re-sign him, but he could be there for a long time. I worry about taking a guard that high. Their guards um, are it's not valuable. Good. Like yeah. look at what the Cowboys did. Yeah. They take an interior lineman and everybody said, like, what the hell are they doing? And then well, oh. you know what? They do know what they're doing yeah. because those are valuable positions. I wouldn't reach for a tackle. I'd rather take a safe guard than reach for one of these tackles, but they do have to address the line. They've got to get some protection for their quarterback, give him some time to throw to these great receivers. Yeah. I mean, they have Mike Evans, 
Deshaun Jackson and OJ Howard. And Chris Godwin's good too. Though. Yeah, how are they not just throwing no up idea. touchdown after touchdown? Right now, it's because Ryan Fitzpatrick is playing quarterback. So. Yeah, it's the Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> and he cursed. Have you, oh God, it's so weird. He I shaved, it. and it's the ugly. It's like ugh. I hated his beard anyway. So I liked. It's better than his face. Huh. Really is. He went. Do you know he went to Harvard? No, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. People don't talk That's about the first that. time I've ever heard that. People don't talk about that enough. All right, the other thing they need to do is fix the safeties. Uh, that was I thought last year. I kept you know with mock drafts. I kept saying, man, they might go safety. They might go safety. They took Justin Evans in the second. They signed TJ Ward in free agency. I like Justin Evans. I actually thought he was more of a nickel corner coming out of AM. Um, he's one of those weird dudes who will come down and hit, but is not a good tackler. So I'll, we'll be interested yeah. to see what he does at safety. He's a little small, so I think he's probably a nickel. Minka Fitzpatrick at number four here. Yeah, that's a good value pick. You yep. get what you need. And, I mean, he's great. I, he's great. He's got to go top five. You would think. If, what Adams go last year? Five. He went number five. In a better draft. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing, I think the pass rush, and this is where you you noted, I mean, Noah Spence is hurt right now. So that's like one dude who you can hopefully rely on in the future. We're laughing because he just covered up. He just got a fleece blanket oh, covered up. I told you earlier Linus. it was hot in here. I turned the air on, and it's like 40 degrees outside, so this should get good. Uh, they do need to fix the pass rush. Even with Noah Spence back, you said maybe Arden Key. We got to watch here. I think he fits. <laughs> yeah, back when I thought they were picking in the middle of the first. He might. <laughs> he, I think the last two weeks, has been the best pass rusher in college. It's just a matter of him being dialed in and also playing at a healthy weight. Yeah, but I don't I don't think he's a top 10 pick. I think he's going to fall. I want to see what his character is like. You know, what's Coach O going to have to say about him? Well, you know, it's Coach O. He's going to say nothing yeah. but great. He's going to say a lot of stuff that no one can understand. That's what yeah. he's going to say. <laughs> I, we should work on a Coach O impersonation. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's, I don't want to try right now. All right. Uh, step four, no more Jameis pregame speeches. We addressed that off the top. Step five, they do need a quarterback number two. Uh, Cepho, who they picked up as a free agent out of Colorado, is not that dude. Mm -hmm. So I think mid-round quarterbacks, we talked about this last week. Uh, there are a lot of good mid-round guys. with Luke Falk or, you know who I do like is Logan Woodside from Toledo. Um, Riley Ferguson from Memphis. Those are the types of dudes I would look at as good backups for this situation. Yeah, I'll agree with that. And another need that I thought they might look at is running back. Ooh, Towards the middle of the call. draft, yeah, um, the muscle hamster. Doug, what's his Doug name? Martin, he yep. hates that, by the way. It's all right. Sorry, Doug, <laughs> don't beat me up. <laughs> but they've got to get some running back help in there. Like You have a great piece. You took Jameis number one overall. So you've got to get him some offensive well, line last help. Year they, they were linked to Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and, and then, we were all being like, don't keep him in Florida. He needs to go as far from Florida as humanly possible, and he went to Minnesota. So Which worked it for works. him. Until yeah. he tore his ACL. So, um yeah, I agree. Running back would be nice. Someone late um, j just to get in there. And you know, Rashad Penny is probably not going to go super late, but the kid out of San Diego State, I, I think he would be a nice like matchup there with what they've tried to do. Yeah, and it's hard to judge the running backs because so many of them are going to come out, and then you're going to really look at them and say, oh, okay. Yeah, is it like he, an after He actually is thing? really good. Yep. You know, All last right. year, Kareem Hunt wasn't on anybody's radar. Except for yours. Chiefs got him in like the third, third round. Third round. Are you going to ever brag about this? I don't like to brag. Where were we? Were doing local radio yeah. right after the draft, and they asked us, "Give us one guy on offense, one guy on defense who is going to shock the world." And you said Kareem Hunt. 
And yeah, Cream Hunt and Cooper Cup. Those were my guys. I almost lost my job over it because I was <laughs> like, yeah, I'm getting like overshadowed by this dude. I don't remember who I picked. Yeah, Big Dick is what I like. To I say. don't know who I. I don't even know who I said. <laughs> I'm just gonna ignore that statement. And, oh, okay. And roll on. Uh, so we tweeted you guys tonight. <laughs> we're gonna try to do something different with draft on draft live. And then we told you at the top of the show, it's actually not live. It's pre-recorded. So let's roll through some of these questions. Um, we got to figure out a better method for this without Kennedy here to help us out. Hey, guys, it's Kennedy here with your <laughs> yeah. on Jeff question. I'm really good at volleyball. <laughs> Watch me set this. Fingers <laughs> up. Okay. <laughs> She's going to listen to this and we're in so much trouble. All right. You guys did send in a ton of questions, some good ones. Uh, let's go. At Vikings Graphics said, could Joshua Jackson be a first-rounder if he went out this year? We're going to answer that for you. Congratulations. Uh, At Brian, at B. Bill Meyer, have the Buckeyes defensive players had their, wrong their stock go down due to recent performances? How many will go in the first three rounds? I think Jerome Baker has gone down. I think Denzel Ward and Draymond Jones are fine. Uh, Sam Hubbard is probably fine as like a late first, early second guy. Uh, and then the others are just too young. I hope they don't come out. So those are the guys that I would look at. So I, I still like the Ohio State defense. Another one here, Brickhouse IMO, uh, ask, what is your opinion on LJ Scott? I think going back to the Bucks, like that could be a guy Ooh, that nice comes out back. early that goes, you know, falls a little bit in the round three or four, yeah. and he gets picked up. No, I'm not saying he's going to have a you know a bad year. You can find value at three or four yeah. for a running back. Uh, at R. McGillick, Dalen Mack, will he come out? Don't know. Not eligible. Don't care. Didn't so, go to Texas. So <laughs> he's also not eligible. So he, he's a next year guy for us. Uh, at M. Pasco 26, what do you think about the Jets looking at Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield in the second round? I think the second round is probably a little early for Nick Chubb, especially just the injury concerns. I think that's a great mm-hmm. spot for Baker. Uh, I even think the Jets would. Could you imagine Baker with that defense who's just – they're so damn cocky. Like Joe Namath back with the Jets. Yeah. Oh, he would be. Maybe not as many wins, but. he. I know he has a girlfriend, and so, you know, you want to be loyal. He would clean the house <laughs> up there. All right. Uh, another Jets question uh, from El, at Elvins19. If the Jets decide to get a free agent quarterback, what would be the best scenario for them? Kirk Cousins? Uh, we're going to dream. Yeah. Best scenario? Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Uh, realistic scenario, Drew Stanton. Yeah. I'm really curious to see what the Chiefs do with Alex Smith. Oh, if they try to trade him? Like, the first five games of the year, I was on the, you cannot trade Alex Smith. But now they're six and three or whatever. Six and three. Yeah. You're correct. So we'll see. All right. Uh, What else we got here? You see any good ones? Anything Uh, jump out of here? Yeah, here's one for you. What makes Harris different from previous Bama running backs. Do you know anything about Bama running backs? Uh, never missed on one, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, um, That's your mother, too. Yeah, Trent Richardson uh, was great as a running back prospect. Uh, I think Damian Harris's vision makes him a little difference. That's the biggest complaint you hear about Bama backs is that the offensive line just opens these huge yeah, rushing they just lanes. clean house for him. Right. I think Damian Harris has shown good vision and good burst after his cut. So that that's what makes him a little different for me. And wear and tear. He's not getting that. He's not yeah. taking two hundred. Let Bo Scarborough either. carry the ball yeah, thirty go times ahead. a game. No yeah. one cares. Yep. Uh, okay. Here's one for you. As a Texas fan, what do you think of Chris Warren the third? I think he might need a position change to tight end. He just he, he looks catches like the ball really well. Yeah, that's what they're using him for. They split him out wide a lot. Even yep. Like they'll go you know four wide personnel and then split him out wide too. Um, 
he looks really good. Freshman and sophomore year, and I really thought yeah. he would take the reins from Foreman. But it's looking like that's Kyle Porter's I job. I loved his dad. Oh, yeah. God, I loved watching his dad play. All right, uh, another Texas question, which is a great way to get us to answer your question. Let's ask a Texas question. How heavy does Holton Hill's suspension affect his draft status? Very heavy. Like, like probably George come Foreman back for heavy. Your senior year heavy. Yeah, okay, so here's the thing. He should come back for his senior year. He's been suspended for the year. He can practice. He can work out. We've been told it's small field stuff um, that maybe involves, you know, Texas has the P chart and they test mm-hmm. your color. Yeah. I think they were testing his for something else, and he got in some trouble. I think his P-chart was green. I think that's – yes, yeah. I think you might be right. So we're not just going to come out and say it, but if you guys can read between the lines, it, that's the rumor at least coming out of Austin right now. I think he should come back. I I remember talking to Tyron Matthew when he came out, and it was just being like, you know, man, you need to separate yourself from your incident. As much time as you have between that and being drafted is ideal. It worked out for him. He was a third-round pick, and, and now he's an all-pro. But I think for Holton Hill, if you can come back for another year and show that you've like grown up a little bit. And like Charlie's staff blasted this dude. Like We've talked about, oh, he didn't play until this year. There's a reason for that. So I think he need, he has some growing up to do. But he does have ridiculous talent. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that one. Uh, here's one for you. Will the Steelers possibly trade up in the draft, assuming they finish with a top-20 pick for a quarterback? So this is what's hard. It's hard to trade from the 20-plus to the you know top 10 to get a quarterback. That's a shitload of draft capital you have to trade up. So, And that's not really the Steelers' game. No. Their game Never is we'll been. draft Josh Dobbs in the third and try right. to develop him into something. Um, I don't see yeah, – man, I don't see the Steelers being a trade-up team at all. And who knows with Ben? Uh, they drafted Dobbs in the fourth, my bad. Uh, who knows with Ben? I also think he just likes some attention because he's not Tom Brady. And so he'll be like, I might retire. Or, oh, I bought this walking boot at Walgreens and I'm in it today and no one knows why he's hurt. You know, like, oh, I got to have surgery. And I love Ben. Even the so, training staff. So like, what the fuck's he doing? I'm not, I'm not like trying to talk shit because he'll kill me. But I do think that he kind of sometimes wants attention. So yeah, he won't just kill you. Yeah. He'll hit me with his motorcycle. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> All right, uh, all right. here, this one. My favorite one from at Vent Says, will 49ers trade back or pick Barkley? So it's really, really early to be asking about who will trade back, things like that. It's Teams haven't even got together to talk grades. You know, like area scouts are just out there running rogue with their own grades. GMs have their own grades. So it's too early to say. I think that if the draft order stayed like it is right now, the 49ers would take Saquon Barkley. I think if it stays like it is right now, if I'm the Cleveland Browns, I don't let Barkley fall. No, you really need a home run there, too. They So what's their second pick that they have right now? The Browns? They'd yeah. be at seven. They'd be at seven. I think one of those quarterbacks is available. For so you. you'd rather have Saquon and Josh, Josh Allen, Allen than <laughs> Josh Rosen and Calvin Ridley? Uh, Yeah. Man, we might need to. Not only are we applying to get you Twitter verified, you might be the new GM of the Browns. Congratulations. Hey, you know, Twitter said I would fit in in Cleveland. So. They did. Yeah, you like rock and roll. You and like, they're willing to take a chance on people. Yeah, I like it. They um, like washed up quarterbacks. So that's our show this week, I think. We have some more segments that we might unveil next week. We want you guys to tweet us. Let us know what you think of them. A couple ideas that we've had. Definitely not while drinking. Dating tips from divorced dads. Fun fact, you might not know about your co-host. We were both divorced with children. Um, yeah, or... Dating tips for divorced dads. Yeah, we could do tips from or for. Lifelong learner here. I'm always looking for new tips. Yeah, so that's definitely one. 
commonalities. I'm looking for new tips and you might just get it. Commonalities. You know what I'm talking about. Would be a game where, how does it work? Where we, we, people tweet us in like, I don't know what it was like. Ben Roethlisberger and motorcycles. Two things that are wrecked on Friday night. One one that we did today was uh, crab legs and W's. What do they have in common? Things James James likes to eat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was our PG 13 one that we unveiled today. And then also top fives where we just, you guys ask us, Hey, Mello, what are your top five favorite beers? Ready? Go. Natty light. Bud Light, Natty Light, Bud Light, and then Natty Light. Blue Moon doesn't make your top. Five. I do like I do like a Bud or a Blue Moon every once in a while. Uh, Boulevard, I don't always love their beer, but I love their customer service. Yeah, hat tip to Jeremy Danner. Yeah, and the Casey Pills, you like it a lot. Yes, I do. So there, there are some beers that I like. I'm just not one of those guys. It's like, oh, you have to try this microbrew from. We're New going Hampshire. to an art show tomorrow night that. Is a craft beer show as well. You realize? Okay, this, right? so here's something that we haven't done in our two shows. We haven't brought up the movie, the program, and that is just a crime. But tomorrow, if I do go to this thing, I'm full on Bud Light Kaminsky. I'm taking a fake apple and putting it on my plate. <laughs> like that's gonna happen. I want to see you at a tomorrow night. We got an invite to a art show, but it's in Joplin, Missouri. So this it's not at the Met, you know, or anything like that. It's not, or is it black tie? I have no idea. I actually don't know either. I hope I'm going to tell you it is, and we're just going to see what happens. Hey, I'm not afraid to put on a tuxedo. I know you're not afraid to put on a tux. All right, those are our potential segments. You guys let us know if you like them. Let us know if you like questionable calls. Uh, I really think the dating tips from and for divorced dads has a lot of potential. I'm excited to unveil that next week. Let's just have people, you know, go ahead and throw it out. You know, give us some dating tips for divorced dads. Like, <laughs> like I can't just tips? keep throwing my kids out there <laughs> like a... Like, you oh, know, I got fishing lost in Target line. again. Yeah. <laughs> they can't just keep saying, hey, you're pretty. Come talk to my dad. And they're getting That's getting old for them. Yeah. So give me some new ideas so that I don't have to just run them out there constantly. All right. I think that's how we end the show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Remember, you can always tweet us. He's at Marshall Miller 7 I'm at NFL Draft Scout. <laughs>